0: Hello, Screamer, and welcome to ScreamStream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to digital horror entertainment. I'm James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is review a horror movie from one of the various streaming services, spoiler-free. also cover horror news, video games, and new releases of the week. You can find ScreamStream in Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Overcast, and anywhere else podcasts are served. If you'd like to support ScreamStream, head over to ScreamPod.com and click that donate via PayPal button. Any contribution you make will help keep this show going, and I would greatly appreciate it to uh, help me pay for pay for the podcast. Uh, I do have a new extras page on the website, and this is where you will find all of the previous episodes of Screamstream or the original run of Screamstream that ran from 2014 to 2015. They're all there and I'll also be doing some extra content, audio content and be posting that there as well. And I also provide you an RSS feed that you can copy and paste that into your favorite podcast app. This will not be in iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts. It won't be in Spotify. The only place to get this is from the website. So go over there and check it out. So welcome to the very first very scary Christmas special right here on Scream Stream. Tonight I am going to be reviewing Krampus as well as talk about some of my favorite Christmas horror films that I put in rotation every year that I like to watch. Now I am recording on Christmas Eve and by the time you hear this it will be Christmas Day, my second favorite day of the year, next to Halloween. Now Christmas Eve, I love Christmas Eve because... Well, actually, you know what? I always have like the hardest time going to sleep on Christmas Eve. Even now, I'm almost 40 years old and I'm still like a little kid when it comes to Christmas. And and like, I I just cannot sleep on Christmas Eve. I don't know what it is. Like, I know there's nothing like new going to be under the tree. I just, I cannot go to sleep. I don't know why it is, but it is one of my favorite, favorite times of the year. So when you combine horror and Christmas, I am just in absolute heaven. So let's get into Krampus. Now Krampus uh, came out in 2015. This was written by Todd Casey, Michael Doherty, and Zach Shields, and was directed by Michael Doherty, who also wrote and directed Trick or Treat. And that was the uh, Halloween Anthology film. And I absolutely love that film. Man, it was so good. And then when I found out he was coming out with uh, Krampus, like I was really excited for this. It stars Adam Scott, Tony Collette, and David Kitchener, who I love. Like he's been in several horror films already. And he just brings like that genuine comedy element to each horror film that he's been in. Uh, Recently, I saw him in... Scout's Guide to the epo- to the Zombie Apocalypse, and he was hilarious in that movie. Absolutely loved him, uh, and he was great in this as well. This film currently has a 6.2 on IMDb, and for the brief plot synopsis, when his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max is disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Little does he know this lack of festive spirit has unleashed the wrath of Krampus a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on monstrous lives of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for each other if they hope to survive. So this film, right off the bat, uh, acting is is great. I, I love all the acting in this. The characters are really well written. You have sort of this... It's it's interesting, uh, especially with our political cr- climate now. You sort of have a Democratic immediate family, and then you have a Republican extended family, and put those two together, and they do clash. And while it's not stated right up front, like nobody says, "Hey, we're Democrat and I'm Republican," you you could just tell, and so there is that kind of interesting family dynamic there is I wouldn't say it's dysfunctional but it's it gets a little rowdy and the two cousins their parts are like like the casting for that was excellent because they played those roles perfectly and David Kitchener's character Howard was like this like stereotypical jerk kind of guy and I know people like that there are people in my family who are like that, so it was it was relatable to me to see this this whole family dynamic uh, come together and the way they clashed and argued and things like that. It was just really interesting the way uh, that was written. The character of Aunt Dorothy was hilarious. Conchata Ferrell did a great job. She was genuinely funny in the film, and she played off the rest of rest of the characters pretty well. Uh, Tony Collette is great you'll remember her as the mother in the sixth sense seeing her go from a role like that to a role like this is really interesting to see how they're just like complete polar opposites of each other and i thought she did a really good job playing sarah so all the characters in this film were just extremely well written Uh, and as far as the story goes uh, i actually really enjoyed the story now, I, I know we see like a lot of Krampus films now, after, especially, you know, after this one. But I liked the whole take on Krampus and how he has these weird little elves that wear like these masks. Even Krampus wears a mask. He, it's creepy because he wears the mask of an old man. And the story, you never really hear stories about how Krampus comes to your town. Uh, so what happens is, uh, Max played by MJ Anthony, uh, who did a great job as well. Uh, he wrote a letter to Santa Claus asking for all these things. And it was mainly things for, you know, for his family to have, to, to be happy for his aunt and his uncle and, and his cousins to be happy. And the cousins pick on him at the dinner table and they take his letter, read it out loud. Uh, So he takes it back and he gets mad and says, I hate all of you. He goes upstairs uh, and essentially he tears up his letter to Santa and throws it out the window. And that is the moment that Krampus comes. So we always hear the story about how Krampus comes to take the bad little children, but this actually gives you a cause for that. So Max turned his back on on the Christmas spirit and here comes Krampus, uh, sort of, to, to punish him. And I can't really give, I can't really talk about much more of the story because things start to unfold and I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, but the story really keeps you going. It really keeps you interested. There are some really tense moments in this film. And it's funny because the, the first time I watched this, I didn't know it was PG 13. I thought this was an R-rated film, uh, <laughs> but it is, it's PG 13. And, uh, that has no effect on the film whatsoever. It is still a really, really good movie. I love this movie. I think, you know, I think this is like probably my favorite Christmas horror film. Uh, This one is definitely going to get watched every year. But like I was saying, uh, there are some really tense moments in here. There's some genuinely funny moments in the movie. Uh, It is just a well-rounded film, extremely well-written. and. If you haven't seen it yet, I recommend that you check it out. Now, I bought the Blu-ray on Amazon. They were having a uh, like a Black Friday sale. I think it was like six dollars. So I bought the Blu-ray, and it came with like a lot of really cool special features. There was a feature on how they did all the special, all the, all the, uh, yeah, all the special effects. How they built the elf costumes. How they built Krampus. There was a featurette on meeting the cast and all these other really cool features showing you how the movie was made. It was really interesting. Uh, And I would recommend, I'd really recommend that you buy the the Blu-ray to get all those extra features because it is really interesting to watch this, to watch how the film came together. There's a commentary track on there too that I haven't listened to yet, but I do plan on doing so. So, of course, you can tell I'm definitely going to recommend this film. Uh, I would actually give this like a seven, seven and a half. Uh, I love it. It's one of my new favorite Christmas horror films and that is Krampus. So please go and check it out. I know you can rent it on Vudu and you can rent it on Amazon. Uh, I think the price is like $3.99. I don't know how much it is to buy the digital version, uh, but the DVD is 10 bucks. So with a, I'm sorry, the, the Blu-ray is 10 bucks. So I would definitely recommend that you that up uh, it's on Amazon so there you go my review of Krampus such a great film all right so this is where I would normally do my news but I thought I was going to record the show earlier in the week so I wouldn't have time for news but that's not the way it happened so I didn't prepare any news but instead what I'm going to do is kind of run through some of my favorite uh, Christmas horror store or horror films that I watch every year in my annual rotation. Then I'll do new Blu-ray releases and uh, new streaming films. So make sure you stick around for that as well. So let's talk about my yearly Christmas horror rotation. Uh, First up is Gremlins. And normally, you know, after watching this film, I understand that some people don't consider this a horror film. Some people do, and I can definitely see both sides of that but i actually consider this a very light horror film it's not like overly scary but i can see like if you're a kid or if you have children it's probably going to scare them so this that's why it kind of makes my christmas horror list i love gremlins i've always loved it since i was a kid and this is one that we enjoy every year we watched this last night actually and it's still i mean it's still good and something that i noted was that the special effects in that film still look really good and really believable. There's only one part in there where I thought the gremlins look overly fake, and that's when they're running up the street right before they get to the movie theater. They're like the whole horde led by Stripe is running up the street. And that look, I mean, you could tell it's claymation and it looked really, really fake. But I think that's the only part that really looked that bad, that bad. Uh, the rest of the special effects look really good for that film, especially for the early 80s. And then next up is a film that, well actually the next few films I or a couple of films I reviewed before, a Christmas horror story is in my new rotation starting this year cuz I I reviewed this a couple episodes back, two episodes ago. I believe that was on episode 10. Loved this movie, it's so fun. It was such a fun watch. And I love anthologies, I'm always a sucker for them, and this was no different. I really loved it, I loved each little story, even though one of them didn't really have much to do with Christmas, it was still good. The wraparound story was interesting, and I liked the way that it did, or it it kind of was similar to Trick or Treat in that you didn't have... Wraparound wrap around story segment, wraparound story It all kind of intertwined with each other. And I like the way they did that. Uh, next up is Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now, Scream Factory just released the collector's edition of this on Blu-ray, which I have not gotten it yet. I do want to. This is another film that I didn't get to see when I was a kid. I remember hearing about it, and I remember all the, the controversy around it and all that stuff. I remember seeing the TV uh, spots for it. But didn't watch this one until later, and I have to say this is such a great film, uh, a well-done Christmas slasher, and I actually enjoyed this one. But I did not enjoy it as much as Black Christmas. I think Black Christmas is is tied with Krampus for my favorite Christmas horror film. And you know, I just watched this recently for episode nine, I think it was of Scream of Screamstream. I talked about this one on the very first episode of my scary Christmas series. And that was on episode 10. I really love this film. The caller, the psycho killer person was super creepy when he called each of those girls on the phone and had like all these multiple voices. It was so, I mean, oh man, it was a creepy film. And then Rare Exports is another one that I have to make sure I watch every year. I'll even watch this one, you know, in the middle of the year. This is a, I think it's a Finnish film, and it kind of has, it has a unique take on the whole Krampus legend, and I can't really say a whole lot about it, because if I say anything, it's it's spoil the whole movie, but this is available to stream on Shudder and Voodoo. I know it's on Voodoo for free, because Voodoo started doing this thing where you can stream movies with commercials. I do know that it is available on Voodoo Free, and it's on Shutter. I highly recommend you check that one out. If you have not seen Rare Exports, you are completely missing out on such a really good movie. And then, of course, Krampus, because I love Krampus. Now, there are a couple films that I watched this year that just came out this year, and they're a little questionable because I don't know if I'm going to put them on my yearly rotation or not. But the first one is Better Watch Out. And this is exclusively streaming on Shutter, but you can still buy it through Amazon. You can buy it digitally through Amazon. It's also available on DVD. And it has the two kids from M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. And it was pretty interesting. Like, there's a pretty big twist in this one that happens, like, right in the middle of the movie. And then you're kind of wondering, where is this going to go? And at the, like the very end, I almost got really mad at the ending, but it, I can't really say anything. The ending was, was pretty good. It is a tense film, but I don't know if it's one of those that I would watch every year. Like it it was good one time and that's really about it for me. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what next year rolls around. And the other one is Red Christmas and this one stars D. Wallace. Now this says This says it's from 2016, but I think this just got released on DVD and it's now on uh, Netflix. This was like the weirdest film I believe I've ever seen. Well, I can't, I, I guess it's not the weirdest, but the premise is just way out left field. And I don't know, like if it was written and directed by Craig Anderson, I don't know if he was trying to blatantly make a statement or if this was a satire on on uh abortions or or what but it's so weird and so bizarre i almost stopped watching it but i was like you know i'm just gonna kind of keep going we'll see where this goes i don't know if i would recommend this like this is definitely like one time watch and that's it because some of the act at times the acting was like oh boy it it had much to be desired I wouldn't really well i would take that back. I wouldn't really say it's acting, it was the characters. The characters are really annoying. And at times it kind of like drug on. You're just like, okay, let's let's move past this. Come on. I don't know, man. I would I don't think I would ever watch this again. I watched it once and that's all I really need. I, I don't think this is gonna make it into my yearly rotation. But if you want to check it out, let me know your thoughts. Uh, Watch it on Netflix, hit me up on Twitter at James Gas or send me a message through ScreenPod.com, and let me know what you thought about this movie, because I just, it was so weird and so bizarre. Maybe one day I'll do a full review, but I don't know. So that's really it for like my main Christmas horror films, and I have to say that Christmas Evil, I don't know if I'm going to put that in my rotation, it was I think it was good for that one time, and that was really it. Uh, I I don't think it's one of those that I would just like, oh, my gosh, I got to watch this every year. You know what I mean? But I'm curious to know what you watch every year. Again, you can hit me up on Twitter at James Gas, or head over to Facebook.com slash ScreenPod and uh, join the uh, Facebook page over there. Let me know. Uh, post a comment over there and let me know what your favorite christmas horror films are. I I'm actually really interested in. I might even read some of those on the next episode. So uh, one thing I do want to mention, I did a video review of my new fright rags t-shirts because I finally got around to recording a new video. I'm going to start doing that a little more. I was using this free software called uh Hit Film Express and I guess the old version just did not want to work with my computer and I couldn't edit anything cause it all just stuttered all the time. Well, they released an update and so it works a lot better and I can start recording some new videos now and you can find my YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash James gas and check it out over there and check out my review of Fright Rocks. I also put a link to that in the show notes as well. So moving on to new releases, Uh, On Blu-ray this week, we have a a few new things, Uh, Leatherface, which is also available to uh, purchase through Amazon digitally and Voodoo and all that stuff. So all these, I think you can get these, all these digital. So we have Leatherface, which is kind of like a prequel to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mother from Darren Aronofsky. I don't know if I'm going to watch that. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. I might check it out. Uh, Suspiria special edition. This is the special edition Blu-ray from Arrow. I think, I think it was from Arrow. Uh, this set is a three disc set and it's actually like $52, 50 or $60. It's a little pricey for me. So I don't think I'll be picking this one up. Uh, American Gothic is available from Scream Factory. I never actually got around to watching that. I do want to see that. And now the screaming starts and that's a yellow film. Uh, I think this is actually part of the amicus, box set which was supposed to come out it it was supposed to come out but everywhere i've seen it all says pre-order and it's supposed to come out in january so i'm not really sure about that Uh, i think it's supposed to come out on january the 2nd there's your notable notable blu-ray releases and for streaming on netflix creep 2 is out if you haven't seen creep it's kind of like a faux documentary it's a mockumentary really good film I wasn't sure about it. I had it in my queue for a really long time, never watched it, and I finally did. Man, it was good. So I'm excited to see Creep 2. I've heard a lot of good things about that, and it's now on Netflix. Shudder has added a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, wait. I do want to mention one thing. Uh, Bright, which I wouldn't really consider a horror film, but Bright is new on Netflix. It stars Will Smith. That was actually a decent movie. I didn't think I was going to like it. I didn't want to watch it. Wife wanted to watch it. I said, sure, why not? And it turned out to be a pretty good movie, and I would recommend it. All right, so on Shudder, we have Black Lake, the series, uh, Why Don't You Play in Hell, Troubled Water, World of Kaneko, Abnormal Beauty. I think I've seen that one. And We Always Find Ourselves in the Sea. And that's it for shutter and on amazon it 2017's it uh, is out to stream it, i don't think it's available for rent but you can purchase it uh, digitally so that's available now on amazon i think the physical disc is supposed to be out in january but i think it was january 13th maybe I'm, i don't remember uh, beyond skyline the sequel to skyline which i actually really like that movie it got a lot of of flack i thought it was a really good alien film Uh, but the sequel is now available on amazon and a film called slumber i don't know a whole lot about this but i've heard it was pretty good so i probably will check it out Uh, so there you go there is your new to stream on amazon so that's going to do it for this week's episode of scream stream i hope you have a very merry a very scary christmas i hope you have a happy new year i will talk to you in 2018 if you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do so over at ScreenPod.com, where you can find links to all of my social profiles, mainly Twitter and Instagram, and those are both at James Gas. You can subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher and get the show notes for each episode. You can also drop me a line with comments and suggestions to screamstreamcast at gmail.com. And remember that screamstream is listener-supported, and you can support the podcast through PayPal over at ScreenPod.com and give as little or as much as you like because every little bit helps me to keep the show running. Remember to subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, all those great places. And as always, music used for ScreenStream was created by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. And until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night.